0: The Swanston Gazette acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the RMIT studios stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. The Swanston Gazette also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches.
1: Hello and welcome to the Swanston Rundown. You're listening to Ruby, Adam and Sophia and we're here to bring you all things news. Unfortunately, we've had Alicia and Isabel sick today. That COVID's still going around, fortunately. Since we don't have our usual hosts, we're going to spice things up a bit and dig into the news Sophia will fill us in about what's happening behind the scenes at the Swanston Gazette, and Adam is going to give us the latest in sports. How are you guys going today?
2: Yeah, good. Wasn't expecting to fill in today, but it's nice. We've got a good team. We all just kind of jump in when we need to, which is mm-hmm.
0: awesome. Very excited to get in front of the camera today after spending the last week behind us. You're
2: not
0: in front of the camera. Yeah, where's the oh, camera? No.
2: In front <laughs> of the <laughs> recorder. We'll get
0: you in front of the camera
1: <laughs> exactly. when you We'll find uh, you a limelight. Yeah. This is, this is, <laughs> Okay, let's jump into some breaking stories. The Liberal Party and Coalition leader Peter Dutton will campaign for the no vote against the proposed Indigenous voice to Parliament. Dutton has rejected the referendum, saying, quote, I don't think this is in our country's best interest, end quote. The party does support the Indigenous people's recognition in the Constitution, but believes the best way to achieve this is through focusing on local and regional bodies, not a big overarching federal voice. This is not a bipartisan approach. The Labour government was hoping for.
2: Cleo Smith's abductor, Terence Kelly, has been sentenced to 13 years and six months in jail. This story had a chokehold on the Australian public back in 2021 when little Cleo was abducted for 18 days. The trial held in Perth revealed that Kelly was high on methamphetamine and has a severe personality disorder as a result of his traumatic childhood. He has been considered at high risk for reoffending.
0: Donald Trump was indicted by a New York court yesterday in a historic room this season being the first U.S. president to ever have criminal charges laid against him. He is up on 34 felony charges which relate to the harsh money paid before and after the 2016 presidential election.
1: A petition published by the Future of Life Institute last Wednesday calls for a six-month halt on artificial intelligence development. This is in response to OpenAI, the company behind ChatGBT and their improved ChatGBT4 model, which supplies more nuanced instructions. Tech moguls like Elon Musk and Apple co founder Steve Wozniak are a part of the 1,100 signatories. However, claims of hypocrisy and ill intentions have been made given the financial prosperity Musk has seen from Tesla AI technology. What do you guys think? Have you been using ChatGPT? Because I have. (laughs) I definitely had a little play on it with my housemates. Yeah. um, And it does seem
2: pretty realistic. But then at the same time, you know, there's letters, we're getting letters from RMIT and Lots of different workplaces are saying, you know, like we can see the difference, which, you know, like interesting actually as well, which when I was having a play with it with my housemates is we were just talking about how some great quotes came out of that actually as well, that conversation. Um, But just talking (laughs) about how there's so many different political issues within how these technologies are developing, like a lot of the time they just um, presume, you know, if it's a kind of manager position that you're writing about. Oh, it must be a man. And so they put the gender as male. And if oh, really? it's a caring position, they often mm-hmm. say that it's female. They
1: just the technology just assumes that. Well, I guess if it's taking a massive repository from what's on exactly. online, mm. that's more of a reflection of our current yeah. What's accessible? Well that's on the, the thing, you know,
2: like even though it is this advanced technology, mm. it's still programmed by people with certain ideals, which then mm. reflects in the
1: technology to more technology-based news as well. Yeah. The Australian government has banned TikTok on government devices. Mm. So this the social media app TikTok and I'm sure doesn't really need an introduction, we've all fallen victim to its user-based engagement algorithm and it prompts many nights of endless scrolling for me at least. However, it seems our increased screen time is not the only thing at risk with the app facing scrutiny over security concerns. Australia is worried about what the Chinese owned company does with user database information and the extent to which the Chinese government can access this. This follows individual federal and state department initiatives over the past couple months to limit TikTok's usage. The foreign interference by China on this platform has not only got Australia spooked. We are the fifth Western nation to to block the app, following the US, Canada, the UK and New Zealand. While not directly targeting the creators of TikTok, government officials are pointing out its propensity to be compromised given the current political regime in China. Lee Hunter, the general manager of TikTok in Australia, says there's no evidence of TikTok posing security risks to Australian citizens. He told the ABC, quote, We're extremely disappointed with this decision. In our view, this is driven by politics and not by the facts. Attorney General Mark Dreyfus has already come out saying exemptions will be granted. On a federal level, the timeline surrounding the ban remains vague, and Dreyfus says that it will come into effect, quote, As soon as practical. The Victorian government, however, has come out with a much stronger stance, saying they expect the ban to take place as soon as possible. And I guess we're all journalists here. I guess TikTok has a place in Australia's news media landscape nowadays, and many broadcasting platforms, from the old guard to new news media, has taken to the app to deliver informative news explainers. And I went to the, um, the chat with uh, Matilda Bosley from The Guardian. I don't know if you guys have seen her TikTok content.
2: I'm a bit of a nana, I have to admit, when it comes to TikTok. No. Um, I do know how, which is interesting that you say here that the Victorian government um, has been in support of this, which is great that they are, because obviously there are some concerns, but I definitely, you know, I'm even as a nana, I know that Dan Andrews' government has mainly interacted with the younger population through TikTok and memes on Instagram, exactly. which will continue, I believe, but... Uh, yeah his TikTok has been such an important part of his political campaign so this will be really interesting what happens now
1: I know it's so it's so random because it's so it's and so ingrained and so integral in different aspects and you know journalism and politics have really taken to different social media platforms to mm. use that as a vessel to advocate for themselves and or advocate their party and it will it is just really mm. interesting to see what will happen and whether or not they realize to what effect it will limit their own capacity to reach their audience
0: It'll be interesting kind of seeing the long-term impacts because obviously the rise of kind of social media has led to kind of like the reduction in the amount in how popular kind of print media is. Mm. It'll be interesting if these social media, especially TikTok, which is being used by everyone and their dog, it'll be very interesting to see if the print media may start to rise again. It's kind of the um, the social media kind of starts to fall and they kind of end up balancing each other out.
2: Literally everyone and their dogs. There are so many dog accounts. (laughs) There are so many (laughs) dog (laughs) accounts. You are not
1: wrong. And like, that's what I mean. I wonder what, like... Even if the Chinese government, let's say, were collecting my data, what data are they really getting from my TikTok feed? I don't know about you guys, but with me personally, (laughs) there's a lot of Pedro Pascal, Paul Mescal and the Hunger Games is all over my TikTok at the moment. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Definitely on my. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know what they're going to be doing with this information, but you know, that's all right. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it is really interesting, isn't it? And I mean, in talking about chat GPT as well, and you know, TikTok as well, that's like, and Twitter, that's all, you know, all the politicians use, I mean, Trump is a classic example of oh. that one, you know, like so many politicians these days use social media to communicate with society and the younger generation um, and even the older generation now as well, that's, it's so important to political campaigns, but I guess there is that other side of, you're not just reaching the public, other governments and, you know, mm other parties can access that information as well so it's yeah. interesting why they're
1: targeting tiktok in particular and i i guess because you've got instagram you've got youtube you've got facebook you've got heaps of social media platforms so i guess the crux is why have they come out against tiktok and it is because of the the china based related yeah. concerns i guess
0: because they most social media that so we kind of use from let's say from your tinder to your facebook to your instagram they're all very much kind of western owned mm. i mean kind of american-centric i mean facebook uh, Zuckerberg basically owns Instagram and all kind of that and what's but,
2: America and Zuckerberg doing with oh, that exactly. information Yeah, hey, yeah.
0: No,
1: that's not being you know yeah, exactly
0: we're kind of trusting people based on their kind of nationality it's my opinion yeah. we're kind of kind of going down a bit of a cloudy road where it kind of immediately assume that someone's kind of doing something just because they're something and I think yeah you definitely kind of run the risk of kind of mm. getting to a very murky thing where we're kind of like saying okay they're automatically Chinese owned we can't trust them or we can't really go back. I mean, American society has changed now, but I feel like ten years ago it would have been it's America known, it's safe, it's free.
2: Yeah. Well I think it's yeah Western. I mean, there's definitely concerns to be had with China, there's no doubt in that. Mm. But that isn't to say that there's not major concerns to be had with the oh, US as well, which is you know, you're saying so mm. yeah, it is really interesting and I think it is just a reminder that even though these technologies are amazing and they're great to use They are developed by people, and Mm -hmm. people still have prejudice towards race, towards different countries, towards gender, towards Mm. all the things. Since I'm not normally on here, I thought I would just take as the editor, one of the editors-in-chief of the Swanson Gazette, which is um, the publication that produces the Swanson Rundown, I just thought I'd take a promotional moment to let everyone know where we're at with this. Where, you know, it's an old older publication, but we're pretty new this year and all the things that we're doing. We've completely revamped it. We've got a new website. You know, we've transferred all the old articles from the old site to the new one. But we've got an entirely new look, an almost entirely new team. We did have a bit of a domain mishap the other day, which apologies to anyone who was trying to access the site. That issue is fixed and hopefully will not happen again this year. Um, But yes, we've got this podcast going. This is the second week and unfortunately... Two of our hosts were sick, but we have an amazing team. So Adam and I were able to step in mm. just this morning, which is amazing. Thanks and guys. Uh, <laughs> pleasure, jack of all trades. Pleasure to be here. Um, and I'm sure that if Adam and I weren't able to, someone else would have. So that's also just a reminder for anyone listening that if you want to get in, want to get involved, um, you want to host on that, this podcast, you are more than welcome to. We'll be changing up our hosts every month. Um, and if you want to write something, please get in contact with the Swanson Gazette. We're also about to start planning our print editions, which the mm. first one is going to be out, please let it be out, on the <laughs> 1st of June. Um, wait, yes, that's right. 1st of June. Um, so if anyone is a creator, an artist, photographer, we need your help. Please get involved. Message the or email, the Swanson Gazette at gmail.com with all inquiries about getting involved. We are just a volunteer um, publication, all just students we're a bit of the underdogs, we've been looking at the University of Sydney's papers and publications which are amazing but they have funding uh, you know that is able to pay volunteers, well mm-hmm. they're not really volunteers, pay people um, and you know like they've been established for a really long time which is an amazing kind of inspiration and you know we look up to different unis as well but we are a kind of grassroots initiative happening here of volunteers. So, everyone who can get involved, we really appreciate whatever work they have. Um, That's a good pitch, Sophia. I love thank it. Thank you. <laughs> That's enough of kind my of promotional. promotional. No, it's good. <laughs> you know, guys,
1: get involved. Yeah, good word out We're there. all
2: working hard here. So, we've got to you know, validate ourselves and <laughs> promote where we can. All right. I'll stop talking now. Adam, please let us know what's happening in sport.
0: We're all Melbourne people, and when you think of Melbourne, when you think of Victoria, you think of the footy. So this week is all about AFL. Another exhilarating round of AFL has concluded. Some teams got thumped, including mine, unfortunately. Not a great week to be a Geelong supporter. Others um, kicked into Top Gear, and others were left heartbroken by losses that were one or two points. I'm going to do a quick read-through about all the the games that took place, the best moments of them, and basically kind of what's coming up this week on the uh, Easter Long Weekend. So to start off the round, Carlson knocked off Mike Hatter's 90-82 to, to take a solid 8-point win. Moving on, the Lions survived the late Demon Surge um, after blackout, in which uh, the lights actually turned off uh, midway through the last quarter. Talking about uh, power that got exting- got extinguished, Port Adelaide fell heavily to Collingwood, 71-point thrashing of uh, the power at the G. And it wasn't a great round for both Adelaide teams, as the Crows missed victory against Tigers in Adelaide, but it was uh, Richmond who ran out victors uh, 17 17 goals, six behind, 1 108, to the Crows. 10, 10 goals, 16, 76. The dog days of the kennels continue to uh, pour on as the uh, doggies fell to the Saints, 92 to 41 at. Ah, uh, the Roos uh, pulled off an amazing one-point victory against the Dockers, 73 to 72 at Optus. It marks their first win in the mining state for at least half a decade. Woo-hoo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have a bruise fan. That is my team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alistair Clarkson Chargers looked in control the whole game yet left Perth with a victory by the skin of their fingernails. Swannies knocked off the Hawks. Semi uh 37 to 118. Bit of a nasty day after for the Hawkers at the SCG. Uh, the Bombers knocked off the Sunnies one hundred and eight to 108-80. The uh, Giants fell uh, eighty-one to a hundred in the final match of the round. And it's the Easter long weekend, so there's going to be plenty of of, uh, high-quality matches, such as uh, Lions and Pies at the Gabbers, Blues and Kangas at Marvel, Crows and Dockers at the Adelaide Oval, Tigers and Dogs at the G, Saints and Sons at Marvel, Swannies and Power at the SCG, Bombers and Giants at Marvel, Eagles and Melbourne at Optus, and to conclude the round, the best derby in the AFL, in my opinion, Catters and Hawthorne. Truly heard enough of my voice. Back to you, Ruby.
1: Well, thanks guys for joining today. Uh, I think, you know, great job on the podcast and I, I reckon we'd want you back. Maybe, no. Oh, very maybe. Nice. maybe, no. Oh, I wouldn't do that to, you know, Isabella and Alicia. I couldn't. No, no. Anyways, thanks for tuning in guys and we look forward to